0: welcome to the new author podcast with your hosts, Jerry Evanoff and Lindsay Evanoff. The super siblings will take you through their days as they write, publish, and market their books. They'll talk about their successes, their mistakes, and everything in between. And occasionally, they'll veer off into tangents that will most likely be discussion of which episode of The Office is their favorite. Seriously, they talk about The Office a lot. So sit back, relax, and prepare to be educated and entertained, but mostly entertained.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to the new author podcast. Today is November 8th, to, to, what is it, 2020. It is, this is episode 102. And Linz, before I introduce you, I just had a quick question. Um, are you registered to vote? Because 2024 is right around the corner and I just want to make sure you're ready for it.
0: <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs>
1: okay, good. All right. Okay, pass that. Uh, how are you today?
0: I'm good. Good. It's late we- in the day for us.
1: Yeah, we are recording a little bit earlier today. I mean a little bit later, later today. Yeah. I'm all I'm <laughs> frazzled right now. So things I say may not come out right. I spent a lot of time out in the sun today, which is not like me at all. So have you been drinking water? No. I had let's see, I've drink forty what? ounces. I've had forty ounces of Coke and twenty-four ounces of Coke Zero. <laughs> That's what I've had today.
0: Oh my gosh. And I it's, 40 ounces of water. And I only spent an hour outside
1: and it's only three 30.
0: So. Oh my goodness. You need to start drinking the water.
1: Yeah. I will eventually. I mean, I say that, but I don't know if that's true or not. It's cool and refreshing. Yeah. But it doesn't taste like Pepsi or Coke. <laughs> You're right about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. Speaking of numbers, book three for me is up. Two thousand four hundred and eighty-six words to nineteen thousand four hundred and twenty-eight. Uh, I'm actually making a pretty decent pace. Uh, I'm I'm doing about twenty-five hundred a week. Um, but I I on Monday I was like, okay, I'm doing Nano I'm gonna treat this book like Nano I'm gonna get sixteen sixty-seven a day, and then I never hit that that number once all week. But I'm still <laughs> like making good progress. Um, so I'm very happy with the way that the book book three is going right now. I was thinking about it. I, I was talking to somebody yesterday, I think it was. And we were talking about my books and your books and how long they took us. So my first mm-hmm. book took about a year and a half. Um, I took breaks in between to write the first drafts of the other ones. Um, it might maybe even a little bit longer. And then my second book took nine months. So the hope is that this one takes less than nine months. W- what was your first one? How long did it take?
0: Uh, it was about a year and a half.
1: And then... Do you have like a, a hope for this one or are you just write until it's finished?
0: Uh, well, I'm obviously going to write until it's finished, but I'm hoping to publish uh, on Valentine's Day. Um, and the way it's going, it might be Valentine's Day of 2022. <laughs> right,
1: right. Yeah. But my
0: hope is Valentine's Day 2021. Okay. Um, so I, sent, wow. I actually sent mom the first two chapters. And, um, you know, I just asked her, like, what do you think? Do you think that you should go through the rest of it? Because I don't, I don't want to get cocky and think, oh well, I know what I'm doing, and mom doesn't need to look at it. And then book two sucks compared to book one. But um, she texted me and she said, I think you are perfectly capable of doing this on your on your own, along with your copy editor um, and your beta readers. Um, if you want me to look at it, that's up to you, but I don't think I can do any more than anyone else can. I think you have a pretty good handle on it. I was your teacher for the first book. And as far as I'm concerned, you graduated.
1: So hey, that's nice. Yay. That's pretty much what she said to me. Cause I did the same thing. I her the chapter one of my second book. And she basically said, you know, I have maybe three changes, but you know, there's not much else I need to change. And I'm like, okay, good. So yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Um, let's see, MailerLite, I am down six to 823 and I'm kind of happy about that. Keep me away from that thousand number. And that's because I did an email blast last Sunday and I had six unsubscribers and I have nothing running right now. Speaking of that, my, uh, and I'm, I want to get your opinion on this too. My origins book, which is the book that I use as my free giveaway. Um, mm. it's been on up on Amazon for uh, like a year or, or I think I put it up there January 1st. And so it's just under a year and um, it's not in Kindle limited because I give it away when people sign up for a mailing list. And I kind of am not asking for people to sign up for my mailing list right now, except for the people who read the books, the back. And that's what I'm also giving it away. So I give it away for free. If you go to like book funnel or story origin, when I do those promos, but I also Mm -hmm. give it away free if you join from the back of my book. And I'm really, really, I really want to get it into Kindle limited It's only a hundred pages. I feel like I get some pretty cheap reads that way. Um, I'll only make, I don't know, whatever the, the multiplication would be. So it wouldn't be very much, Mm -hmm. but I really like the idea of getting it up on KU. And I'm thinking, do you think it would be bad to just not have something to give away for a period of time? Maybe not, you know, maybe over the next few months, I don't know when I'm going to write the next thing, but, um, I. You know, Mark Dawson in his course, his one one course, said you know you need something to give away to get people to entice them to sign up, and it's probably true. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering, you know, when I'm do- when I'm not running promos, I'm getting zero signups, and I actually have page reads and people re- buying the book and stuff. I'm still mm-hmm. not getting signups. So I'm just I'm not sure what to do there, and I'm wondering if I'm putting like the the fifty cents or whatever it is I'll make off of it, is that more important than the the mailing list sign up? So I don't know. What do you think? I I
0: don't know. I think you should have something free. Um, to give away to entice people, especially now that you're writing more books. um, You know, like you've told me before, wait till book two comes out and then when book three comes out because you'll keep selling them. And then I think that if you have something free to give away, you'll turn those new subscribers from reading that free thing into readers if they like it and read books one, books two, book three. So I think that you should keep it for free. Um, I don't think that what the profit that you would make on KU would be would outweigh getting new readers.
1: Yeah, I mean you're probably right. I mean that probably is what makes the most sense. I just like the idea of having it in KU also, but maybe yeah. uh after I finish book three, maybe it's well it's at the editor, I can I can then work because I'm gonna work on the second and third part of that trilogy of the origins, mm-hmm. the, the smaller trilogy. It's gonna be a prequel novella trilogy after I finish book three. And then I'll have those six books. So maybe after those six are finished, before I write book four I'll try to write the next novella that I give away for free. Cause I already know what it is. I mean, I know what the, yeah. the plot is. It's going to be probably gonna be another three-parter and I know what the plot is and everything. So mm-hmm. yeah, maybe I'll look into something like that. Okay. That's good to hear. Okay. So, and finally, um, in the, in the numbers that I give out at the beginning of this podcast, um, I did golf this week. I golfed 45 holes because Jesus it's been an amazing 60 to 70 degrees all week. And, and uh, I've loved every second of it. Now, don't worry. I'm not going to bore you with the details of all 45 holes. I'm only going to talk about 36 of them because those are the best ones. No, no, no. Because the, well, the nine hole. So a lot of times when I go golfing and it's like me and just a friend or, or like a me a guy I work with Jeff, we go all the time. Or if me and Tim, my friend, Tim go, th- there are times where, um, I don't particularly care about my score. It's more about practicing shots because I'm still trying to learn this new swing and I'm getting better. And so uh, the nine holes that I played Wednesday, I did not, I kept score on for about two or three holes. Then I had a really bad hole. and was like, okay, my score is going to be bad. Let's just start practicing. So I, I just practice instead. So it's not like I'm quitting and giving up. I'm actually yeah. just changing my strategy to just practice shots because the shots I were hitting was hitting were, were terrible. So, um, so uh, of the 36 holes, I golfed 18 yesterday and 18 today, and um, I, I saw a video yesterday morning. There's a guy out there by the name of Danny Maud who does golf instruction online, and he put, puts out videos every Saturday morning, so when I wake up at 5.30 in the morning to go golfing, after I shower, I'll come out, and while I'm you know getting ready to leave, I'll watch his video, and I tried the thing that he suggested yesterday. Um, it's this weird shoulder tilt that he suggested, which I was not doing. And I all of a sudden started hitting the ball straight and far and my scores, I mean, I shot one oh one yesterday, which is really terrible, but today I shot 88. It was the first time I've been in the eighties and I've been trying to break 90 and I finally did. And it was all based on this and my putting was terrible. So I'm, I'm really happy about this and I'm pretty sure I'm going to go next Saturday, not going to go Sunday, but next Saturday I probably will. And then they're building my golf building this week. So um, there's going to be a lot of a lot of golf in my future in the winter, which is kind of strange. So, have you looked at my Amazon Christmas wish list? Not you see yet. All, all the golf stuff that's in there? Holy cow. No. The, the mom actually sent me a text or she asked me, I forget, one day, she's like, Do you have anything on your wish list that's not golf related? So, the, <laughs> so then I went through and added a bunch of stuff that are just random things that I would like to have. So, anyway, <laughs> so those are my stats. That was kind of the longest stats report I've ever had. So, um, yeah, go ahead. That's because it was so much golf. It really was, which is what my life was this week. So, um,
0: my book two word count is at 10,235. I am up 37 words. which doesn't seem like a lot, but I did do quite a bit of work on it. Um, I still have 585 subscribers. There are none new, um, none that left, um, not doing any promos, not really concerned with that right now. Um, my sales are still pretty low, uh, this month. I'm hoping that Amazon ads pick up soon. Uh, right now I'm running 51 ads. Wow, 30,320 impressions and 28 clicks. Brian 50, said the average, well,
1: f- 51. Holy cow! Okay, I, I've been doing ads on Amazon for and I never thought I could get to 51 ads. Okay, keep talking. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. That, was little, that just I'm sure I did not see that coming and the outline's right in front of me and I still did wow. not see it coming. <laughs>
0: Um, I suspect I'll have, you know, 100 or so at a time, the way I'm running them. Um, I have 30,320 impressions and 28 clicks. And Brian said the average is one click per 1,000 impressions. So I'm behind three clicks. I should have, or no, two clicks. Yeah, two clicks. Because I have, I should have 30 with my 30,000 impressions. Anyway, um, and then one sale per 10,000 impressions I have one sale and 30,000 impressions. So I'm behind in sales by two. Um, And I've spent $5.69 on those 51 campaigns so far.
1: Do you have any page reads?
0: Yes. I don't know if they correlate to, I haven't checked to see. I don't know how to check to see if that, if they come from ads.
1: They do. I mean, it actually shows you right on, if you go to your Amazon ads dashboard, Uh it actually shows you right on there your page reads. In fact, while we're on the podcast, I'm oh. going to send this to you so you can do it right now. I'm doing it right uh, now. Hang on. Go to your, go to, go to the ads dashboard where it has yeah. like the, the list of all the campaigns, you know, it has the active column and then uh-huh. campaigns and status way to the right. It says K E N P red. Do you have any of those? K-E-N-P it's the red. far right. Oh. Yeah. And where it oh, says, no, sh-
0: I don't, not from ads.
1: Okay. 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 That's something new that Amazon just put in with the last few months that people have been asking for, for a while. Like what I could have no sales, but I could have a billion page reads and I wouldn't know that they were coming yeah. from ads. So that just went in there.
0: Yeah. I'm sure I need to fix my little blurby thing there. And there's stuff that I could do to make it better. I just don't know, you know, and it costs a lot of money to have professional people tell me and I'm not making any sales. It's a vicious circle. Yes, circle. it is. Um, as far as news goes, um, November marketing, I'm just going to continue doing about 10 ads per week. Um, November 15th, my first batch of ads ends. So I need to go through and see which ones are working for me, which ones aren't and export the ones that aren't and try again and keep, you know, change the date for the ones that are. Um, so book two I, uh, I I was able to go through and rewrite chapter three. It, it ended up being about 75% rewritten, um, but we had company. Jeremy's aunt and cousin came um, Monday through Wednesday, and we just had such a really, really good visit with them. Um, so I didn't do any writing while they were here, but I'm not even mad about it. They were a lot of fun. Um, I finished rewriting chapter three uh, today, actually, um, and then this week I want to rewrite chapter four, which that's going to be a hundred percent rewritten because it's awful. And then, um, get chapter five done. And I don't have a whole lot going on this week to distract me. Um, other than that, I don't really have any news.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Your week is actually <laughs> no, a lot like mine where it's mostly... Just for me, it's mostly writing related. So I don't, I'm going to talk about the stuff I always talk about, but yeah, I don't have anything exciting that happens. So Mm -mm. Um, I did send out an email last week and this was interesting. You might want to try this with your next email that you send out. Um, I always put some kind of a question and I always type question and then I put hit reply below and tell me what you, whatever the answer is. So um, I'm trying to open. So the question I asked was... I talked about how my my li- my list of books, the, the the list of books I have in my um, Kindle uh, you know library is is getting big and it, it is it's getting kind of big. There's a bunch of books in there. and I just asked everybody what what are you reading? And I actually said instead of just saying, what are you reading? I said, what do you have? Go into your Kindle or whatever you read on, hit reply and tell me what the fourth book in your rotation is. And I go even if you read physical books. Look at your bookshelf. What's the fourth book from the left in the top row? I really wanted people to be like excited about what they see. And I've seen yeah. that before on Facebook or or on different websites where they're like, um, you know, who's the seventh friend on your friends list? You know, things like that. Yeah. And those are kind of fun to just go see who it is, even if you don't respond. See who it is. So I got a bunch of responses. This is the most emails I've ever gotten back, and it's not very many, but it's the most emails I've ever gotten back after one um, email I sent out. And I've got people just told me you know, um, you know, gave me what theirs is, but, mm-hmm. um, one of them, well, this person here said, um, I'm with you way too many books. It feels like a huge library is crashing all around me, which I thought was funny. Um, mm-hmm. but my that's favorite one, okay, here's <laughs> one right here. Um, my TBR to be read, to be read, I guess t- to be read list is at 3000 plus now wow. mine is nowhere near 3000 plus that's huge. But do you think that's the biggest new, no. Uh, this person actually sent me a screenshot of their Kindle um, library and it says unread 17,482. Wow. That, per- that person, I- I'm just, hold on. I'm just going to do some quick math. 17,482 so divided of a by. A
0: collector than a book reader. By,
1: that's 47 years. If you read one per day. Um, And you're right. That's like a book. That's a hoarder. That person is like a, that person needs an intervention or something. And if you're listening and I know you're probably not, but if you're listening, I apologize. It's just funny that it was 17,000. That's a lot. So so many. And then um, there was one more. I wanted to read. There was one. Oh, somebody wrote. Okay. So this made me laugh. Um, I actually, I always put a, a picture of my dog at the end of my email because um, it's kind of people love dogs. And if, if I was part of a mailing list where I was getting a picture of a dog every time, I would always go look at it because dogs are yeah. awesome. So this time I put a video in of Max when he was um, out in the snow uh, when I first got him. So I got him in like February. And this was, I think a month or two later, he was playing outside on my back, uh, back porch in the snow at the bottom of the steps. And this person ended at the end of their email, they wrote Max is a hoot. And, and they wrote, "It's always great seeing someone happily getting into their work." And then, parentheses, they put, "That's what made Freddy Krueger so popular, I think," which was funny. <laughs> so, um, let's see. I believe. Okay, so that that's my that's that's my email update. Um, it went pretty well in terms of numbers. I'm going to go back and look at the numbers here. My numbers have declined a little bit in terms of open, only because. Uh, you know, it's a lot of freebie seekers, but I did get 21%, 22% open. I got about six or 7% click and really the things they're clicking on were, and, and let me just look at this real quick because I put a link to your book in there Mm -hmm. and let's just see how many clicks it got. I'm not sure which, and now I don't know which, oh, here it is. Uh, 21 clicks. Oh, nice. And that was through the first one that was sent. And then I resent it to people who didn't open the first time and mm-hmm. your book got four more clicks. So I sent like 25 oh. clicks over there. So I don't, I don't know. Um, nice. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's my email update. In terms of the November marketing um, I, I have those, the the book funnel and the story origin promo um, the book funnel one started back on October 27th. Th- these are, these are, um, Oh, I was going to tell this story last week and I didn't. So these are promos, for sales, sending you to Kindle limited or Amazon, you know, your Amazon page. So there's about, there's like a hundred or more than a hundred books in both of them. And um, there's like, you know, 50, 60 authors in both of them. And the, the first few times I did these, I would only put my first book in the series in there. When in reality, you can add as many books as you want in these promos. And I had no idea. So this time I actually added both books to the promo. It reminds me of this time of back in 1997, I moved down to Florida. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that. And it was the first time that I ever had to use a laundry mat um, because I didn't have a washer and dryer in my apartment. I didn't have a washer and dryer. So I took like three baskets of clothes to the laundry mat and then I put – load number one into a washer. When load number one was done, I put it into the dryer, put load number two into the same washer. And then at the end of it, I think I went, I realized, wait, there's like 25 washers around me and 25 dryers around me. So then every time after that, I realized I could just do all the loads at one time. And you're so pretty. Thank you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I know. Um, So this is what I did. So I was, not only did I do it here, but I did it in the Amazon ads. Also, I added both books, which is something that Amazon, I think they started doing that I don't know, a year or two ago, I remember they could make it so you could add more than one book in, into an ad. It might've been earlier this year, even. Um, not all so,
0: ads though. You can't, you can't do that with all ads. The, um, hang on sponsored a, product keyword ads. You can only add one
1: book. So what are, what are we doing or what am I doing? I'm uh, doing the, what's the other Sponsored product
0: auto-targeted ads? Are you choosing your own keywords or no? Um,
1: Yes. Uh, Yeah. I'm doing sponsored products, but I'm I'm manual targeting. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. So yeah.
1: Okay. So um,
0: yeah, that's keyword. Are you doing sponsored product category ads?
1: No, it's mine say sponsored product manual targeting on them. Hmm. I'm not sure if that means category or not. Let's see if I can click on it and we'll see here. I just clicked on the first Mm. one campaign setting. So I am at sponsored product uh, manual targeting dynamic bids. Yeah. So that's kind of how I'm doing that. Okay. Yeah. So, um, uh, let's see. So, oh, speaking of the ads, so I have 24 out there. I did not add anything new, um, from last week. So I only, I'm still apparently way, way behind you in the number of ads that I really, I really need to ask you the keywords that you're coming up with. That's the thing are are all, all of yours are not your own keywords, right?
0: Right. I use that, um, that data scraper. And I just finished doing um, book titles. So this week I'll start doing author names.
1: But wow, that's amazing because I have, I did like, I would type like time travel into Goodreads, get the list. And then I would get a list uh, and I would do the data scraper. How many pages do you get of data? Like, you know how it scrapes 20 pages, oh, 20 Oh, I don't know how many page.
0: pages, but it ended up being like 5,100 ah, in Excel.
1: I was only doing about 500. So that's probably oh, where you're getting. I just let getting, it go. Okay. You're getting a lot more keywords than I am. Okay. That's probably yeah. so maybe I'll do time travel again. Maybe I'll do it tonight. I'll do time travel again and create another three or four of them just to see what happens. So, yeah. Um. So like I said, I have 24 Um. from, I didn't add anything from last week. And let me just run through it real quick. I have 11,000. 151 in terms of impressions and I have nine clicks. So I'm going to scroll back up here and look at what you, you said. So you said one, per you should thousand. have 11 clicks. Okay. So, so you're I'm, two I'm behind, two behind. And then in terms of sales, you said, what is it? One per 10,000
0: per 10,000.
1: So I have 11,151 impressions. I have zero sales, but I have 578 pages read, which is oh. basically the equivalent of one sale because it's, it's my first book and my yeah. first book has about that many Kindle Kate, whatever K E N P something something number of pages, Kindle something number of pages. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty much right there um, in terms of that. The cool thing about it is I've spent a um, dollar thirty-five, and based on September's Kindle number, I've made two dollars and sixty-six cents. So i have actually doubled my money so far um, nice. with my Amazon ads. <laughs> yeah, I'm killing it right now. If I could somehow <laughs> multiply that by a thousand, I'll be really happy. Or ten thousand. <laughs> or ten thousand, yeah. So um, that's where I am with the Amazon ads, and actually, that's the first time I've ever had pages read in in any of my ads. And the ad was the fun thing. So so I'm looking at that ad, and I'm saying, okay, that ad has three hundred ninety eight impressions and one click. So one out of four hundred, that's really good. I spent seventeen cents to make two dollars and sixty six cents. That's really good. But then when you apply it to the overall number of ads you have and how much you spent, it brings it down. But again, yeah. I still doubled my money. So in your face. Um, <laughs> I didn't know how to end that sentence. So I just. That's wow.
0: Awesome. I <laughs> and I'm the competitive
1: just, one. <laughs> vicious, yeah. Um, let's see. So that was my Amazon ad review. Okay. In, in terms of Facebook ads, before I get into the numbers, um, I do want to talk about a comment that I got on one of my ads. So all of the ads and I've hidden the comments, so nobody else is going to see it, but of all of the. Um. I'm targeting, we've talked about this before, about the people who make these comments. Um, I'm targeting women 45 and older only from, you know, US, I think UK, I want to say Australia, Canada, I think are Mm -hmm. those four countries. Um, And then the keywords are all about time travel and dystopian and fiction and Kindle. And there's some different authors, including the great Nora Roberts, who I will be piggybacking off of probably the rest of my life. So the image, (laughs) I think I'm going to
0: try that with my books too.
1: Just with Nora Roberts or just any Uh author? Just Nora, no, Roberts. Nora okay. Roberts.
0: Okay. I think what um, I'm going to do is create a Kindle ad or a Kindle ad, an Amazon ad just Nora Roberts, just to see how it does.
1: Just that's the only keyword is her name. That's the
0: only keyword. Oh.
1: I talked about doing that last week. I didn't do it. That's like, I. we should do it and then compete and we'll just see. Yes. <laughs> yes. Cause she kind of <laughs> writes in both of our genres. All right. So I'll do it today and I'll start it. So it starts okay. tomorrow. I'm
0: making a note right now.
1: Me too. Nora When Roberts are we starting
0: it today? When are we ending it?
1: Let's start it tomorrow morning. Okay. and end it let's you want to just do it for one week or do you want to do it for let's go all the way to november 30th november 30th okay so we'll go to 11 30 okay and november go to okay. she writes romance but she also writes time travel so this works out really right. well yeah 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 so we're um, gonna see how this goes so i have an ad it was an ad that i made with um the the background removal tool from book Brush that i learned how to do a couple maybe a week and a half ago mm-hmm. and on this ad I took the uh, silhouette of a guy walking from, and it's from, from behind. And I put it into this. Um, it looks like like a London city street. Cause it's like all brick. It look, not, not necessarily London, but like historical city street. Cause it's all mm-hmm. brick and there's little shops and I have them walking down the middle street. And then I have the video being fire. I always use fire. Um, and then the ad copy that I wrote is, have you ever wondered how you'll die? It never crossed Peter's mind until the night he figured out time travel. When he discovered his future was full of death and destruction, possibly of his own doing, would he regret his choice to use it? And then I wrote underneath it, we'll keep you reading deep into the night. That tells me that it's a book. And uh, and then I put, um, I took somebody's quote, I forget whose it was, but one I think it was one of your friends in a review and I don't know them, so it's not my friend. It's a friend of you, yours, Amazon, yeah. if you're listening. And they wrote time travel, comma action, comma mystery, comma human connection, and more! Exclamation point! And I put that underneath the "We'll keep you reading deep into the night." So that's my yeah. what my ad looks like. So somebody commented on it, and she wrote the following. <clears throat> so I wrote again. It starts, "Have you ever wondered how you'll die?" So she yeah. wrote, "No, I haven't." So why post something like this? So morbid. Don't you feel any joy at all whatsoever? Geez. <laughs> I'm, because you're such a miserable person. I really am. I'm wondering if she just didn't realize it was a book. A book, um, yeah. And I think you and I talked about this either last week, or the week before last, when I was talking about making these book brush ads without any text at all, and yeah. I believe you brought up the idea of making sure they know it's a book. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like maybe I don't, I don't have the word book here. It does link to amazon.com. I'm guessing she just didn't get it. And um, it what if you made- put
0: book one in the series? I could and then put um, book in capital bold so, letters.
1: <laughs> yeah. This is attention. This is a book. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I thought that was funny. And then I hit it because, you know, I feel like if somebody says something mean to me, I'm going to hide it because you know, you don't want people seeing that. Yeah. But I felt kind of bad. Like, you know, I, I, I feel like somebody would have replied and said, this is a book. And uh, so I just hit <laughs> it and just didn't worry the about the plot it, so. to a book. <laughs> All right. So, um, okay. And my Facebook ads, so this is something I talked about doing last week where I'm going to do four or five at a time, stop them and do a new one because I noticed last month and the two that I did, they both started out really well, less than 20 cents per click. But as the month wore on the, 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 uh, click rate went up and they ended at 25 and 22, which is still really low. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I figure if, if the click rates going up, it's because either a, people just aren't clicking it anymore. I don't know why, but maybe it's because the same people are seeing it. They're not clicking it a second time. So the ads I'm doing now are running for three to four days, depending on the timeline. Uh, I'm kind of dividing things between the middle of the week and the weekend, the weekend being Friday through Monday, because I feel like I'm getting more, um, more clicks Friday through Monday. So I have a little bit more of a budget on that time period than I do Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So the first one completed, I have to clear my throat. Hang on a second. (laughs) Sorry, um, the first the one. Com- I know it's rough. <laughs> the first one completed uh, November one. It went through November five. Eighteen cents per click. One hundred and thirty two clicks on forty eight hundred impressions. You know the the frequency they give you. They give you a frequency number one point two zero. I don't know what that number means, but I did get one hundred and sixteen unique uh, link clicks. Now one of the things mm-hmm. that you can do with this is you can create an audience. Based on people who have watched your videos, so down the road, what I might try to do is take all the people that have watched all these ads and and target them again, even for a weekend, and just see what happens. Uh, Maybe make sure you include that that
0: comment person
1: because that would be well. I mean, my guess is she did click and watch the video, so although she didn't read the whole thing because she just answered the top question, so who knows? But you might be right. Yeah, that's that's funny. My second ad is running right now. It runs through tomorrow. It's also at 18 cents per click. I have 119 unique link clicks on that one. Um, So if you look at my sales, which aren't exactly lighting the world on fire, but Mm -hmm. if you look at my sales um, so far this month, I got to think that most of these are coming from these Facebook ads. I wish it was more. I wish I would get more clicks to actually download. And it's possible that I'm getting a bunch of downloads. It's just nobody's reading yet because there are Mm -hmm. people that have like 17,000 books on their Kindle library. And I'm sitting at number 17,001 and, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll never, ever see that, that download, know that 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 person downloaded it. But, um, you know, I I wish I could tell, I still don't know how to tell how successful these are being in terms of generating sales. Um, There's got to be some way and I don't know what it is, but there's got to be some way to know of these links that are coming from Facebook, how many of them are actually buying? And I'm going to have to research that. I do have a, the Mark Dawson Facebook course, and I've gone through some of it, not into the into the the um, advanced stuff. And I'm wondering in the advanced stuff, if he talks about being able to track sales. Mm-hmm. Ver, ver, the only thing I've ever seen is where somebody said, um, you have your sales. If you turn them on for two weeks, that's your baseline. And then you can turn it back on and compare how many you get. And and that might give you an idea uh, of of what's coming from what. So maybe I'll try that. I don't know. I'm still experimenting with this Facebook. I'm not going to do it much longer (laughs) and I'm still experimenting with it. And I just want to make sure I have enough information, as much info as I can get when it's time to actually do it when book three comes out. So yeah. So this one ends on the ninth and it kicks off. The next one kicks off on November 10th. That one runs uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And I think that one is going to be the same, uh, has the same picture uh, as the first one that ran last week in the middle of the week. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. looking at it. No, no, it's a little bit different. It's a little bit different. So we'll see how that one does and go from there. So that, I believe, is all I have in terms of my November marketing. Um, last week for me, like I said earlier, was mostly a writing week. I didn't do much of anything author related other than just write. Um, I didn't really create a whole bunch of ads. I didn't do do much of anything. I, I am, you know, working through this book three, working on the craft and working on the plot and things like that. But I, I really sat down and and just decided to skip not skip but sk- well I guess skip over segment two, finishing segment two, and I went on to segment three and just started writing that. I call that segment the mission, um, and I knew where it was gonna go, so I just started writing it. That was my nano rhyme. I'm gonna write 1667 words today, and then I didn't, and, uh, and then I didn't at all, but I will one of these days, um, some year. Some years. Sunday night, I did I did extend my web hosting um, because I remember telling you last week they were going to automatically charge me on November 2nd, even though it expired mm-hmm. on November 17th, which was really stupid. I dropped, so so they wanted to charge me two ninety nine dollars after paying like $71 the first year. So I dropped it down to um, single, I have one single domain instead of having unlimited domains. And that actually dropped the price down to $179, which I'm fine paying. I know it's more than what you're paying and it's more than what I paid. The first year, but you know, Caro did say that this is who she recommends uh, based on you know their support and some other things. So I'm happy to stay with them and the the cost. I mean, it's it's you know 12 13 bucks a month, which is fine. Um, <laughs> so Monday I was supposed to go back to work and, and into the office all week, but I had the whole zoning permit debacle, and I thought they would actually drop it off Monday like he said he would, and then he didn't. Um, so Tuesday I went to work. He sent me a text that said, I'm dropping it off today. And he did, which is good. So I got my zoning permit. I I sent it over to the guy, um, the guy who's going to do my construction. Mm -hmm. And he started working on getting the construction together, which was great. Uh, Monday and Tuesday, I did write at lunch in both cases. Wednesday, I went to Moe's. And, um, cause I love Moe's and had my chicken quesadilla and I did some writing there. And then I took the rest of the day off and I went, that was one of, that was my first nine holes of the week. I met a guy I work with lives up there. He lives on the East side of Cleveland. And anytime I'm in the office and the, the weather's nice, then him and I'll take half a day vacation and we'll go golfing. So, which is good. Um, and then Tuesday night, I did stay up a little bit late to watch the election results. Not because I care about who actually wins, but because I love giant maps that you can touch and they change colors. <laughs> You laugh, but that's actually true. And I know um, it's
0: true. That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> I would
1: love a giant wall map that I can put in my back room and just every now and then walk in and pretend. I, I texted one person and I'm like, Yeah, I, I love giant maps. You know, it would be cool if I had one for my wall and I can just be like, Oh my goodness, Jerry got all 50 states. And I can touch all the states and make them whatever color I want. And yeah. Uh-huh. You're not mm-hmm. laughing anymore. I think you might be feeling sorry for well, me. Well, I, I think you, you went too far. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, well. <laughs> It <laughs> was actually true. Also, um, I did. I did. Um, then I didn't pay attention to the election the rest of the week. I didn't actually know what happened until yesterday because I just didn't care. Um, <clears throat> Wednesday, on my way into work, I, I muted my radio. The Billy Joel channel went away and Christmas yeah. music replaced it. And I love Christmas music. And I did listen to it Thursday morning on my way to work. But Wednesday morning, I did kind of mute my radio and start talking out the plot of this book that I'm writing because I realized I didn't have a villain. Like I have somebody who I want to be my bad guy, but I don't have any way for my main character to have conflict with him and then win the conflict. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking, well, and I, 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 again, I want your opinion of this. So in the end of revenge of the Sith, uh, my favorite of the three prequel movies, do you know that yeah. well enough? Do you know how it ends with Obi Wan um, and Anakin fighting? Oh yeah. 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 So Obi-Wan cuts three of Anakin's four limbs off and then, and, and yells at him, you were my brother. I loved you. And Anakin's like, I hated you and all that stuff. Then he yeah. leaves him, he leaves him to die. Right. And then the emperor comes and saves him and turns him into Darth Vader. So I started thinking what happens, you know, at the end of, you read my book one, right? Yeah. So at the end of book one, spoiler alert, my villain gets killed, thrown out a window into a moat, and he sinks down into the moat. And the last thing you see is the spear or whatever it is that was impaled in his chest. And I started thinking, what if my bad guy in this book went and saved him? And then that's what allowed him to continue being the villain, although the villain from book one is not going to continue being the villain in my book three. I think I have a pretty good idea who the villain is going to be. But by saving him, it it enables him to actually get this new villain in so that during book four, I have a villain that I can use. And I started but thinking- But what is about
0: that too- the spear? <laughs> the yeah, spear that's the problem is he's
1: him. got a spear in his chest and that's kind of a problem. Um, and I started thinking, was that too close? People know that I love Star Wars. Is that too close to the Revenge of the Sith ending? I don't ever want to copy something. Um, no, but, but it's-, it's an
0: idea. It's, just it's an
1: idea, yeah. and I really didn't think *Revenge of the Sith* until after I had thought of this. And I went, "Oh, that—that's a lot like *Revenge of the Sith*." Uh, and then I practiced the speech that I'm giving you in my car on the way to work Wednesday. This is what I'm uh-huh. saying in the podcast. So, um, <laughs> so I, I may do something like that, but I still haven't decided. I need—I need a way to get my main character to my um, fourth book alive because she needs to be alive. Mm-hmm. And something happened to her in book one where she was presumed dead. And I need that scene to play out. And then I need her to continue. So I thought, do I end the book with her presumed dead? Well, she was already presumed dead at the end of book one. I kind of want to take it a little bit further. So I'm still trying to work out how her, along with my villain, actually have conflict with each other. Now, yeah. Um, the funny thing is, is the you and I, the conversation you and I had over text messages on Wednesday while I was at the golf course um, about having our characters meet up in a restaurant. Yeah. It's those two characters. Okay, it's the it's my main character and my villain are going to be at a restaurant. And so what you and I talked about was having like this crossover moment where your characters are in a restaurant and they comment on a couple having an argument across the restaurant or next to them, whatever. And then but we don't we don't. There's no they're resolution not gonna talk to each other. Right. There's no resolution in your book as to why th- they're having an yeah. argument. And then in my book, maybe one of your characters does something a little strange and you already told me what you thought it would be. And then one of my characters just comments on it before getting up yeah. and storming out. But again, they have nothing to do with each other. Just, it's just a complete crossover. That's all it is. I wanted to yeah. have that, like a little Easter egg. So then I went over to the mom's house on Wednesday night to pick up my dog. And while I was in there, I told her about this. I said, Hey, this is what Lindsay and I were talking about today. And I said, Hey, you know, you need to get your character into a restaurant. And she goes, well, in my book, I have a restaurant called Charlie's and Charlie oh. is your main character from book yes. one. This could work. And then I looked over at the dad and I go, okay, you need to get, when you write your book, you need, <laughs> you he,
0: need a restaurant. Yeah, and he
1: said, well, I did look at a book a couple of days ago. So I don't <laughs> think he's going to be writing a book anytime it soon. I was just
0: talking to someone. Where was I? Um, Oh, my it was my chiropractor. I was talking to the his tech there. Um, She's super nice. Her name is Hannah. Um, And I was telling her how you know, because she knows that I have a book and shows that you have a book. And then I was telling her that mom is writing something and hopefully she publishes because it sounds like to be really awesome. And she goes, Wow, does your dad write too?" and I said, Well, he writes his name.
1: Yeah. (laughs) He's just not much of a, a writer. He's, a, but he is a reader, which I like, Yeah. but he does yeah. more audible. So that made me think, cause he didn't read my book and I don't, he's not going to read yours, but I kind of, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what's the best time to actually turn this book into an audio book. Cause it's expensive, oh, yeah. but I really want to do that. So yeah, uh, when we, we, when well, was, if he
0: reads my book, then I have to, A, never look him in the eye again definitely. and B change the, my little tagline.
1: Right. Yeah. To the, I'm sorry that my dad read this book and now I can't look. at Yeah. In head, instead I of I write books, my dad won't read. Right. Um, yeah. So that was my Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, I met a friend for lunch. So there really was no writing. It's like you said last week, when I go actually go to work, um, I actually, there's people up there that I don't see very often. And it's nice to actually meet, see them. Um, yeah. you know, once every few weeks, and now there's a chance I won't be going back to work till after January. And I'll tell that story wow. in a second. Yeah. So I'm not going to see these people, which kind of sucks. Um, Uh, we were, her and I were joking. We were talking about how, um, you know, we, I I said for the first nine and a half years that I worked there and she's been there longer than I have. Um, you know, you get, I get up at 5.00 AM. I don't know if I told this story last week or not. If I did, I apologize. Get up at 5.00 AM and I leave the house at 545 and I go to work and I have a 90 minute lunch. I don't leave the building until 430. I don't go home until almost six, you know, and it's a 13 hour day, 12 hour day. And it's normal for me. And now it's like, wait, you want me to go in all five days this week? and it's just it's strange how the last 6 or 7 months have been so different and and you know it's just better much, yeah much better oh yeah um friday i took the whole day off of work i ran a bunch of errands i did some writing while i was out running errands the cement guy showed up the first thing that had to be done for my building is i had to add a piece of cement to make i have a cement um what is it like a uh, like a pad. Like a a pen. Pen. thank you i've cement pad back there that's eight feet wide well i want this building to be wider and by adding about a four by five piece of cement uh on the inside of this l-shaped pad i already have now i can make this building 12 to 13 feet wide instead i, I you know the bigger the better with these buildings uh when you're hitting a golf ball mm-hmm. and um and they did that first they did that Friday afternoon and I walked on it today. So it's ready to go. Um, And then they're going to come out probably sometime the end of this week and start building the rest, the actual building, the rest of which I'm really excited about this morning. um, Let's, well, I'm sorry, Saturday, I got up and went golfing, came home, cleaned my house, cleaned up my backyard. So I had to take down the net and the tarp. We did that last weekend, but I had all the stuff back there, you know, the artificial turf and the thing I Mm -hmm. hit off of and a, a cabinet that I had back there and it was covered in leaves. So I cleaned the whole thing off. I swept all the leaves off and then I did the same thing in my deck, which had a bunch of leaves on it too. So I was outside a lot yesterday. It was weird. Came in and did some writing. Um, And then let's see this morning, I got up again. and went golfing, came home, got some lunch, put some football on, but the Browns don't play. So I didn't really care as much about football. I have it on right now and there's some exciting games going on, but I don't really care too much about them. I'll just see what happens at the end. Um, But so I went outside and cut my grass and I churned through the leaves that I might Front yard is covered in leaves. Um yeah. churned through them with the with the lawnmower and then did some raking and now we're podcasting. And after we're done here, apparently I'm gonna create a Nora Roberts ad on Amazon, which I'll be fun. So <laughs>
0: yes. And that was my week, and
1: I really talked for a long time. You always do. I know. <laughs>
0: um my week was um it was fine. Um Monday. So actually all week. My work calendar was completely full. Um, which my work calendar being full isn't really that big of a deal. I literally work two hours a day from 5am to 7am. Um, so that's four classes. Um, cause each class is about a half an hour. Uh, so all week I had four classes every morning. Um, Monday I spent all day cleaning my house, just kind of top to bottom. Um, and then Jeremy's aunt and cousin arrived in the afternoon. We visited, we went to dinner. I did zero writing. Um, Tuesday, I had a doctor's appointment in the morning and then I just hung out with Jeremy's aunt and cousin. Um, we made salmon and steak kebabs for dinner. They were so good. Oh my gosh. I've, it was so good. I actually made it last night again for dinner and I'm going to eat the leftovers for dinner tonight because it's so good. Um, but I didn't do any writing then either. Wednesday, our company left. Um, and then I started working on rewriting chapter three until, jeremy and i had a chiropractic appointment in the afternoon um which was much needed um do you, go, you don't go to the chiropractor do you
1: no i've never actually been to a car chiro- i just i just twist really hard and crack my back that's the most i ever do yeah uh, man you're missing out I, I i remember watching i remember you were show- when i was down there in june you were showing me a couple of videos of what they do Jer- yeah yeah it <laughs> It just looked like they were going to break people no. in half. Like I could, especially when they grabbed their neck and um, twisted their head off, like the end of twilight, the last twilight. And I mean, there's, I don't know how you do that. Cause I'd be too afraid that I was going to lose a, no. a limb. They're very well
0: educated on um, the body and our chiropractor, he does. I've never had a chiropractor do this before. All the other ones, I was face up when they would fix my neck. But this one, he puts his face down. He has a drop table. So like we put our face in the head thing, kind of like this, which I know our listeners can't see. And then he puts one hand here and one hand here and the table drops and he just drops with it. And it just puts everything right back into place. Oh gosh, it's amazing. It's and he has this awful. table, this table. I want to get one for our house. And I told Jeremy, we're going to put it right on my side of the bed so that I can lay on this table and then just roll into bed. They call it a traction table. So it's just this like, like a padded table, which is a big rectangular thing, but there's a roller on it and it rolls all the way down your back and then all the way back up your back. It is amazing.
1: It oh, That sounds good. I mean, I, that sounds so enjoyable. Good.
0: And then after we always do the East dim on the areas that he worked. Um, and that's always comfortable too. Anyway, anyway, you should go to the chiropractor. Um, Uh, Thursday let's see I had hair appointment in the morning that ran into the afternoon it was like a four-hour hair appointment it was really long um I did work on chapter three when I got home but I didn't have very much writing time after Kian got home from school um I started reading how to write dazzling dialogue by James Scott Bell and I know I I texted you a couple um pages from that Mm -hmm. about um how to get to know your character how to hear your character's voice um and it was really interesting. And I actually did one of the exercises. Um, it's not a long book. It's um, it's just kind of a, it's a little book. Let's see here. There are.
1: What was the exercise? Uh, I'll get to that.
0: Um, okay. It's like 128 pages. It's not long at all. Um, I'm only about halfway done because people always talk to me when I'm trying to read or work or breathe, whatever. Yeah. Do anything. Um, yeah. It's a good book. I really recommend it uh, for anybody who wants to learn how to write dazzling dialogue. Or if you think you write dazzling dialogue, read the book because maybe you don't. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> okay. Friday, right Friday I worked on um, chapter three and there were a lot of distractions. I was watching TV. I was tired because I'd been getting up at 4.30 every morning. Um, just a lot of distractions. Um, yesterday... I did laundry. Um, Okay, so the writing exercise, this is when I worked on the writing exercise. I started writing chapter three, but I got to a point where I wanted to, instead of keep writing about the same characters from book one, I needed to introduce some characters into book two because Maggie isn't just friends with Casey's friends. She has her own friends, her own life. And so I created a character, her name is Lakin, which is a funny story about that too, but um, I didn't know Lakin at all. Um, I didn't know what she was like. And so the exercise in this book says to open up a blank word document and just without thinking, write in the character's voice, kind of like um, interview style. Now you're not gonna write the interview question and then write the interview. You're just gonna type as though you're the person being interviewed and you're just typing out your answers. And it says, "I promise you, the voice will come." So I was about two and three quarter pages, or I'm sorry, one and three quarter pages in when it started clicking who this person was. And so I just kept going for a while. And I mean, it took me like I don't know, thirty minutes. And I totally know this character and what she sounds like and what her little quirks are and what her background is. And it was really fun, actually.
1: That's a lot of pages. I'm. I, I didn't. It think was one and three quarters. Pages. Oh, one and three
0: quarters. One okay. and three quarters. Yeah, I accidentally said two. One and three quarters. Um, so I did that um, yesterday, and um, now I now I have a story for. And what I think I'm going to do with that is, I think I want to write a novella, kind of like a companion to this, kind of like you're doing with. You know, you have your main story, and then you have the novellas. And I think what I want to do is take Lakin's character as the first book, the first novella. And then do like five books and three or four novellas that kind of parallel each other um, so that everybody's a little intertwined in some way kind of like the seven degrees of kevin bacon you know right um so i think i'm gonna i'm gonna do that i think i'm gonna write that novella after i finish book two uh maybe while the editor has um book two or something i'll write the novella um but that was a really fun exercise and um, I, i really enjoyed this book it's like i said it's not that long 128 pages um and it has a cute cover it's like two people talking to each other but you can only see their noses and mouths and their noses are quite large
1: anyway yeah, i'll put it i'll put a link to it
0: yeah 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 um let's hear today uh i went to anna's to watch the bachelorette which is so stupid okay last weekend her kids were at their dad's house and i said hey why don't i come over and we'll have just like girls night just kind of hang out you know and she's like that's fine but i haven't watched The bachelorette this week so i really want to watch it." i'm like okay whatever so I watched it and then it showed previews for this week and it's all exciting. And so I had to watch it. And I told her before I went over there that I wasn't going to watch any more after today, but then I watched the previews for next week.
1: So, so I have, so let me, let me speak into the Bachelorette. <laughs> never watched either of those shows. Bachelor, Bachelorette. Did you know that the girl who played the girl who Andy was dating who was the high school student in the episode? Uh, the the where they have the cur- the the dirty picture of yeah, yeah. the mouse and the duck on the paper, yeah. the water the watermark. Do you know watermark, the girl who yeah. played his girlfriend was a contestant on The Bachelor? Like years later.
0: No. Yeah,
1: I don't. I can't tell you her name right now. I just I'm going to look honestly. it up right now.
0: Yeah, I don't. I watched that show like maybe. Gosh, I lived at Fort Bragg. Paris was like three. Um, I watched maybe the first two seasons and then it just seemed ridiculous. Um, But now I'm going to have to finish the season and I don't know if people out there watch it. Probably not. I feel like we have more intelligent listeners. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Um, It's just such, I I don't know. Okay. So I really enjoy the show uh, Married at First Sight, which I don't always watch it because I don't watch a lot of TV like primetime TV, that kind of stuff. Um, but Anna and I were just talking about it today. And we really think that, not that we would go on Married at First Sight, but we would participate in Married at First Sight before we would participate on something like The Bachelor. I don't know. Right. Maybe that's just us.
1: Okay. Um, the office. Uh, well, while, while you're doing that, let me just say that um, I, I I watch Big Brother. It's the one reality show that I like, although I do watch The Amazing Race, but I feel like that's a different style of reality show, but I um, will be applying for Big Brother again. I've applied twice. I've applied, you have to make a video, which is kind of strange. And they say on their page, like the first two times I made the video, they were, the first one was kind of boring. The second one was kind of gimmicky. I I, I did this weird spin in my chair as I talked. And as I spun, (laughs) I was holding the foot out in front of me and I was doing like a selfie, but I was showing like behind me at the same time. And as Uh I was passing things like my dog, I think I had the Browns paused on TV. I had my computer on something. And those were all things that were a part of my life. That's how I was trying to show people. And I would spin in my chair slowly as I, and I would talk about whatever was behind me as, as my life. Um, I wanted to go back to Vegas and jump off the stratosphere again, but this time hold my phone out or, or actually I had a a GoPro on my wrist when I did it the first time and actually do my, my 32nd big brother video as I was falling um, off the stratosphere, which I thought would be interesting. But then they say right on their website, they say something like uh, we don't care who has the best costume. We don't care about your, your, your um, fun um, skit that you do. We just want to know about you and where you live. And if I would have golfed, Two sat, uh, last Saturday when it was 25 degrees, I thought it'd be kind of fun to do the, the actual video there because, you know, it's about me, but it also shows where I live and what I like to do and the lengths that I'll go to to actually play 18 holes, but we just didn't golf. So now I'm going to have to just come up with something, but yeah, I will be applying for Big Brother 23 which there's no way I'll get on. They only have one guy over like 30 as the token old guy every season. So at 46, I would be the token old guy if I got on. And I don't know if I have the the right personality to actually be a contestant on that show. So yeah.
0: Um, You know, I've never, ever seen one episode of that show.
1: Yeah, I've seen sh- pretty much all of them. And they have the 22 yeah. seasons. I can tell you so much about like who won, who came in second, all the contests. Yeah, I'm, I'm a f- super fan. So mm. Yeah, I'm
0: trying to. I don't. I don't know what the girl's name was.
1: Um, look up that episode. Go to that episode. It was. I did. Okay. Um, what is, we're going to do this live on the podcast? What are the names of the people? Her name on the well, show. The normal, the normal people. Go go, pat, go down past it. Yeah,
0: and then there's Barbara Allen, which she was yeah. the lady that came in to complain. That's not the her. high school principal. Nope. Chad light. Um, no Jamie.
1: Yes. I think her name was Jamie. What's the girl's real name? Shira Scott. That's it. That's it. That's her name. I looked her up for the, yeah. I looked her up when she was on the batch, the bachelor too, just to see how she looked like she was like hmm. young there. I want to see how she grew up. So yeah,
0: I'm looking on, um, IMDB and oh, she was on how I met your mother. I don't see her on the bachelor.
1: Maybe because it was a reality show and she was a contestant. I don't know.
0: Uh, usually on IMDB, they put everything yeah. self on the. now. W- while you're looking Even. for
1: that, I'm going okay. to talk about I'm done my, looking okay. for that. Oh, all right, go ahead with the running list of future things on.
0: Okay. Well, today I went to Anna's and watched a bachelorette, which is stupid. Um,
1: <laughs> all uh, of that summed up with it was stupid.
0: <laughs> it was stupid, yeah. We're podcasting. Oh, I borrowed her, uh, what's it called? Um, I don't
1: know. You're making a magic, magic wand. <laughs> that's the kind of, that's the kind of motion you were making.
0: It blasts water out.
1: Oh, a, pressure one? washer. I just pressure got one. Washer. Pressure washer.
0: Jeez yeah. Louise. And I pressure washed half of my back patio. And when we're done here, I'm going to go out and fix up any spots that I may have missed. Cause it needs, it's hard to see when it's wet. Um, yeah. And then I'm going to do food prep for this week. So that was my week (laughs) as far as future running list of things to do work on book two and stop procrastinating and post on Facebook and Instagram more often, maybe daily. I don't know. I need to figure out content. I like, I I feel like sometimes I just get away from that and I need to get back to do it. So,
1: yeah, I always say that I'm going to do that too. I actually did it this week where I put like four, posts out there on facebook um one was about my character who my character is was based on for the main main uh for peter in my first book and then i said i oh i i put in there hey you know i want to do one every time where i actually ask for reviews Mm -hmm. so i went in and i created a post and it said um oh where's that where are you at? Rich Casey. I think you listened to this podcast. Hi, Rich Casey. I wrote, <laughs> if you read Forgetting Tomorrow and haven't read a review, I would really appreciate it. And Rich Casey wrote, even leaving a review would help. What I meant to say was if you've read it and haven't left a review, but I said, yeah. I haven't read, read a review. So then I wrote, LOL, I wrote LOL, whoopsie. And then I wrote, I'm not editing that either. People should see my stupidity. Um so you I make it. them want to buy your books. I guess. I don't know. Make me, they'll ma- They'll understand that I'm human just like them. Um, sure. So my, my, I have one item on my running list of future things to do. And that is the same one that I've had forever, which is get my book on the website to sell autographed paperbacks. Remember I mentioned last week WooCommerce. And I said that I was going to shoot an email off to Caro and ask her about WooCommerce. Well, I didn't have to shoot the email off because she listens and uh-huh. she wrote back to me and she said, um, but it, she wrote, well, WooCommerce is easy and free to add as a plugin, there are potential quote layout template issues that may happen with the Parallax for Writers theme that she used to build her website. She said um, a couple other things. And then finally she said, I'm planning to record videos showing how to do it. And if you can be a little patient, a few weeks or so, then you'll have a step-by-step instructions, and I am happy to be patient I mean, and take those. He's been patient
0: for like two years, so <laughs> really, it's the
1: the listeners of this podcast who are patient with me because I say it every single week and don't actually do it. So, yeah. So hopefully, that's something that I can do in the next few weeks um, once Caro um, puts those videos out there, and I will yeah. put a link to her. Um, YouTube channel at the bottom of this in these show notes, so you can go there and subscribe. And then when you um, when you see those videos come out, if you're trying, it's something you want to do, you can do it too. Um, yeah. I'm very happy that she that she sent that response. So, in terms of addicted to again, because I was working in the office well th- well really two and a half of the five days um, this week, I I didn't really watch a lot of videos or watch a lot of TV. I even skipped. The two episodes of the amazing race that were on Wednesday night, I didn't watch them. Um, so I, I, the only thing that came up was I found myself watching a lot of videos from someone on YouTube named Abby Emmons and I really wasn't watching them I was just listening to them she talks about writing and craft and I absolutely love craft it's my favorite thing about writing is learning about craft she has a three act uh, uh, three act play or three act story structure and she's going over like each piece of it over the last six or seven months you know I've, I've watched the one on um, the plot twist because that's my favorite part of a, a story is the of the story structure is a plot twist and and there are a bunch of other ones. I'll link to that one in the show notes also. And if you get, you know, you want to check out her videos, they're about 15, 20 minutes each and, uh, and they're fun and she's fun. So um, yeah, I like that.
0: I don't, I mean, I'm still watching different strokes. I don't know if I'm addicted to it. Um, I'm on season three of eight. Um, That's about all.
1: It's a great show. Have you got to the, um, the infamous Mr. Carlson is a predator episode. No. Okay. Cause that's the only one. Did you I
0: know of... that Conrad Baines, the guy who plays Mr. Drummond, he has an identical twin. or He had an identical twin in real life who was in season five, I believe as a re- a woman relative from a different country.
1: Okay. That's funny.
0: What? Yeah. I'm waiting to get to that one.
1: I really want to hear the story of how Conrad Bain and his twin would switch out and not tell anyone for seven seasons. That'd be great. No?
0: <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> uh, so this week, um, I teach four classes tomorrow morning, do a little house cleaning and then work on rewriting chapter four. Um, Tuesday, uh, four classes and write. Wednesday, four classes. Keen's off school for Veterans Day. Um, I hope to be able to get a little bit of writing in. Thursday, I have three classes. I'm gonna meal plan for next week and I'm gonna write. Friday, I have three classes. I'm gonna write. Saturday, laundry, order groceries, catch up on everything that I neglected for the week. Um, I'd like to write, but something always gets in my way on Saturdays. Um, Sunday, probably the same as today, minus the, the pressure washing um, podcast, food prep, hopefully right. You know what? I for, I didn't mention in last week, um, Friday night, we Anna came over and we set aside Big Bang Theory and we watched the first two episodes of The Mandalorian. Have you watched them?
1: Oh, I absolutely love it. I've watched them all.
0: They're so Well, we watched last season already, yeah. but like mm-hmm. season 2, the first two episodes are are out and we watched oh, okay. them. They were so good. So,
1: I love episode 1. Episode 2, eh, it was okay.
0: I really enjoyed it. Um I mean, if you don't mind spiders.
1: Yeah, it was yeah, there were a lot of spiders in episode, so season, episode 2. So many spiders. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um did It you, was really good though. The, do you know who the, do you know who the person at the end of episode one was?
0: Yes. I okay. Knew. I, okay.
1: I wasn't sure if you knew or not. Cause I, I I'm a star Wars. As soon as, and-
0: as soon as the guy walked in, in that armor. I knew okay. that's who we were
1: going to see. Oh, see, I didn't know. In fact, I didn't know who it was at the end of the episode until I went to a, a YouTube channel and they were like, hey, this, and I went, oh yeah, that makes sense. That's the guy. Oh, yeah. You didn't that,
0: recognize his armor? I did not.
1: I did not no, I recognized, oh. no, no, no. I recognized the armor of the marshal, the guy who walked in who wasn't that character.
0: Yeah.
1: But but at the end of the episode, when they, yeah. the reveal, that's when I was like, oh, I didn't realize that's who that was. And that's exciting. As soon as
0: I saw that armor, I was like, he, he's alive
1: mm-hmm. he was yeah. saved
0: from the sand pit or something he's alive
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay yeah. so oh are you still going
0: no I'm done I just wanted to ask you if you okay. saw those first two episodes
1: yeah I have in fact I tried I told the dad last week I'm like hey you should watch the Mandalorian I know you're not a Star Wars guy but this is it's a western it's almost like a spaghetti western show it's really really good it's done really so well so, yeah so.
0: I love the way it's filmed too there's not a whole lot of background music or noise when the Mandalorian is talking Mm -hmm. and it's just so like, like if you were talking in a sound room or something, it's, it's so cool. Mm
1: -hmm. Anyway, go ahead. uh, And then my favorite character, spoiler alert. Nah, I won't spoil it. My favorite character in all of star Wars. In fact, that character is the person that's hanging behind me on the wall on my picture on the wall right there. Oh yeah. The the rumor is that person will be showing up in this, in this season as for the first time in live action. I don't know how I feel about it. Not sure if I hmm. like it or not. We'll see how it goes. So yeah. Hmm. Um, all right. So I am working from home all week, um, and which is good. And like I said, I'm probably working from home until January 4th at the earliest. The rumor is after Thanksgiving, they're going to send us home. Um, because there's gonna be a lot of people visiting family and friends mm-hmm. over Thanksgiving and Christmas. And they're like, why have people in the building if we don't need to? And our company has been doing really well over the past three or four months. And I'm, I'm, and then November and December, are usually slower months. So um, there's, it looks like I'm going to be working from home until then. Um, and, and, and the funny thing about that is I have um, according to my gas tank, I have like 45 miles left before I need to put gas in my car. So like my my fuel light came on today I'm on my way home from golf. It, it's really possible. I don't have to put gas in my car again until after January um, <laughs> because we're coming down to your house and they're probably going to drive. The mom and dad are going to drive. So I'll ride with them. Yeah. And yeah. I don't really leave Newton Falls at all. And, you know, Newton Falls yeah. is like two miles in radius or diameter or whatever. <laughs> we're be before, so. And
0: if you were more outdoorsy, you could actually walk anywhere you wanted to go.
1: I'm... I mean, I walked to my car. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so basically Monday through Friday is going to look like this. Uh, I'm going to work from seven to 1130. I'm going to write until one and then I'm going to work until four 30 and then maybe do some marketing stuff. Maybe I'll write if I'm near the end of a chapter at lunch. I don't, I have to stop before uh, because work is starting back up at one o'clock. Um, Friday I'm taking half a day vacation. So I'll be done at 11 and I'll write and then who knows. Thursday night is my writer's club, which is always fun. Um, and then Friday is, I'll give you a little debt repayment update. Friday is payday. I will be paying one of my two credit cards off. And I know what you're saying. Why do you have two credit cards? I don't know if I told this story on the podcast before, but back in June, I paid my car off while I was sitting on a Friday afternoon, sitting in your, where you're sitting right now, the chair you're sitting in right now. I paid my car off sitting in that chair in June. Um, mm-hmm. I believe it was June 12th because my birthday was the 14th. And- mm-hmm. I, I, was, I had one credit card balance was like $14,000. And I was talking to a buddy of mine, uh, Sean, um, at some point within the next month or so, I was talking to him and he said, oh yeah, what we do with our credit card balance is we just, every 18 months, we just move it to a no interest card. And um, and that way we're, he says, we're paying it down. We're paying it down slowly, but we're paying it down. And, um, and there's never any interest on it because we just keep moving. And the only thing you have to pay is they have like a 10% fee when you move it from one credit card to the next. Mm-hmm. But if your, your interest rate is, is anything around there or higher, you know, you're, you're, that interest is happening every month. So if you just do pay the one time, it's, it's definitely not so bad. So I thought, what a great idea. So I went out and found a really interesting credit card that had no, um, no interest for 18 months and, uh, there was no annual fee, nothing. And I applied for it and I set up the whole n- move my balance from one card mm-hmm. to the next. And then I got approved for $2,500 limit. And they moved two thousand of the fourteen thousand over there. It's like, well, if I wasn't going to get the whole thing, I wouldn't have done it in the first place. So now I have two credit cards, and one of them is around two thousand dollars. So every month I pay down the big one, the small one I just put twenty five bucks on. Well, in November mm-hmm. I will pay down, I will pay off the big one and put mm-hmm. uh, either five hundred or a thousand, depends on how much I have left, um, on the little one. And then in December I pay the little one off, regardless of how much nice. I'll be able to pay. Yeah. So um, by the end of December the plan still is to pay off the um have all the credit card debt paid going into january and then i start working on i got to pay off the 401k and that'll be easy that'll take one month and then mm-hmm. i got to work on um i was thinking um and i was going to ask you this uh on the podcast when so what i want to do is i want to put enough money in the bank let's say i put 6 months Let's say I can save $1,500 a month for six months. That's $9,000 in my savings account. And then I just have it in there before I start paying off my house so that if I get fired or laid off or quit, or, or if I have an emergency, I have that money to pay bills for a period of time. Is that, do you think that's too much? Not enough? What would you do there? Not enough. How much would you put in there?
0: Six months salary.
1: Oh, six months salary. Oh, wow. That would take a while.
0: You could, you could start out at three months salary, um, because you've been, if, if you got, if you lost your job and you were applying somewhere else, there's a good chance that you wouldn't have any trouble finding a job or have very much trouble finding a job because you've been at your job for a long time. You're college educated, you know, um, someone would pick you up now, if it were me, um, I'm college educated, but I have huge gaps in my resume because of being a stay-at-home mom, um, so I would keep six months. Um, but I think you will be safe with three. So whatever you bring home every month, multiply it by three and get that into savings and then start paying off your house.
1: Okay, so that's what I'll do. Because um, I, I, I want to have that cushion just in case something mm-hmm. happens. That's also. Awesome. Do you have um, a high
0: interest rate savings account?
1: No, I mean, I probably get like okay. a penny every couple months. No,
0: I'm going to send you um, a, a link. Um, we keep our emergency savings here. And um, I don't know how to say it, or I would, it's C-O-M-E-I-T-Y. Comedy? Um, Comedy? Yeah, we just, it's its a higher interest rate um, bank and it's online, um, but it's FDIC insured, totally legit. Um, and we, we make quite a bit each month just
1: to have money sitting there. Oh, so, okay. So, yeah. yeah. See, that's why I wanted to ask you, because I would have never even known that was a thing. I didn't. Why would anybody (laughs) give me high interest on a savings account? That's I didn't know that. I mean, banks don't do that. So Um, let's see. Thursday, Writers Club, Friday's payday, Saturday, if it's above freezing, which it looks like it's going to be. I will get up early and go play 18 holes again. And I'm pretty confident this is the day they're going to start building my building. When I had him come out to give me the quote. Um, and then I agreed to it. This is the November 14th was the day he thought he would end up starting anyway. So maybe Mm -hmm. they start Thursday or Friday, but it seems like Saturday is the day we're looking at. Um, I'm going to come home from golf and try to write, but if they're out there, I know I'm going to be interested. So I'll be checking in on them. And I may take pictures every now and then just as the thing goes up, just to get the pictures it goes up. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to try to write. I'll probably get something done, but it I don't know if it'll be much. It just depends on how that day goes. And then Sunday, um, the Browns are back in. They play, I think, at one o'clock and we'll do the podcast at some point. And uh, and then I'll try to get some writing done. I so we'll, we'll be halfway through the month. So I want to get start working on my um my December marketing. And I don't know if the December marketing is to include Facebook or not. I haven't decided mm. Um, so I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I might, I, I already joined a book funnel that will be to get newsletter signups for my origins book, but I might pull out of that. And, you know, I'm still kicking around that idea of getting KU. I know what you said makes sense. It really does. But uh, I haven't I just think In the long
0: run, it would work out better if you would just keep it out of KU, use it as your reader magnet.
1: And um... well, eventually it's going to go in because when I do my, when I get the first three books finished in the series and then get the, the three book prequel novella finished. I'll have six books. It'll be about 1500 pages. I will put that as a box set in Kindle Unlimited and advertise it for 99 cents. And, um, so it will have to come out. It will have to, I'll have to stop giving it away when I do that. Yeah. But maybe that can be the thing where I'm like, okay, I'm writing book four, uh, book four is finished or close to finished. And then I, maybe I write the, the prequel. The first one of the next trilogy, which I already know what it is, and then while I'm working on that, I put the pull the first one out, get the box set ready, and then that way people can get the box set, and they'll have book four coming out not too long after that, and the first one of the trilogy coming out not not too long after that. And I'm really getting down the road, but I'm writing faster, so I feel like this is something that that I mean the two the two pieces of the prequel trilogy I still have to write are going to be like a hundred pages each, and I'm already yeah. into book three, so I'm you know I'm close. Yeah,
0: you are. I have a question about box sets. They don't call them box sets anymore. I don't know. Okay, so you have, say, three books in a set, and they come in a cardboard, like you slide them into a box, right?
1: Well, this would be electronic more than anything. I don't know if I would do a paperback one or not. I don't know how that works. I don't think I would do it. the whole deal with the box set is you put it in Kindle limited, you sell it for 99 cents. That way you get a ton of page reads. 1500 page reads is a nice, is a nice chunk of change. And the thing that was puzzling to me until I talked to Paul T a month or two ago was, well, if it's only 99 cents, I'm losing, I'm, I'm making, you know, 33 cents or 35 cents on six books that doesn't seem right. And he said, well, what you do is you sell it for 99 cents and a lot of people buy it because it's only 99 cents, but it's six books that pushes it up the ratings, which generates more page download page reads because more people are seeing it when they're searching and it's in the, you know, it's Mm. in the, it's in the, maybe it gets into the top 20 or top 40 of time travel. And now I get a lot of downloads, which is where the page reads come from. So yeah, that's, I don't think there would be a paperback version of the box set. That'd be expensive.
0: That's what I was thinking. Like, does a cover artist make a, a box cover no
1: what people do is they go into a site like book brush i mean you could you could have a cover artist make you a box set one i would probably go into book brush in the same way that you created your um your prequel novella no your yeah prequel, no, yeah your prequel novella cover. it's a
0: novelette <laughs> I, yeah
1: i would either do that or i would go to the um go on write.com site where we got our, yeah some of our covers and I, I have credits with them i would just buy one i would find something there so yeah yeah i have credits with them so, too my dog is that is your dog this toy yeah he's squeaking his toy <laughs> I think he's tired of me talking he wants to play. Are
0: you bringing him down here at Christmas? Yes. Okay, good. Yes.
1: So that is my uh, upcoming week. Um, And that's the podcast. Do you have anything else? No, huh? All right. Neither do I. If you want to find me, um, you can go to, you can email me, jerry at jerryevanoff.com. Go to my website, jerryevanoff.com um, for more info about what I'm doing on Twitter. I almost canceled my Twitter this week on Twitter. You can find me at Jerry E 25. I did. I almost just canceled it. And I would re- I was going to read, re- I was going to cancel it and then create a new one and not tell anyone and just follow a couple of fantasy book people. And that's it. Um, yeah. I just, Twitter's driving me crazy. Um, Facebook, facebook.com slash Jerry Evanoff author. Uh, you can see the stuff that I do out there every now and then. And, uh, I'm on Instagram really not but i am and i'm on snapchat i snapped a ton today of all my golf funds so that's oh i haven't been on there yet yeah so that's i'll click through them real fast yeah well there's a couple of funny <laughs> ones so oh, okay i just it's one of them there are a couple of them are just an old man golfing not me but somebody else but oh, there's a I couple of say, them that you are, they, shouldn't that are be so mean about yourself yeah, not that old he's 20 years older than me so yeah
0: um you can email me at Um. I mean, you can look at my webpage, lindsayevanoff.com. You can email me at lindsay at lindsayevanoff.com. I'm on Facebook, Lindsay Evanoff Author, Instagram, Lindsay Evanoff Author, and Twitter, Evanoff Lindsay. If you like our podcast, give us a review on the podcast page. And until next week. Thank you for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening to the new author podcast. Check back next week for another episode. And for more information, find Jerry at www.jerryevanoff.com and Lindsay at www.lindsayevanoff.com.